Hey, hey, hey! Thank you so much for joining me inside another solo episode of Her CEO Journey, the business finance podcast for women entrepreneurs. I am your host, Christina Shahli. If you are new here, welcome. This episode is where my guests and I take you behind the scenes and into the inner workings of our businesses, sharing the good, the bad, and the truth about the money we have made or lost and recover as entrepreneurs. And all because we want you to see how you can live a freedom lifestyle using the power of finance to build your business dream. During this holiday celebration, I want you to celebrate today by being thankful for continuing to believe in yourself, investing in yourself and your business, because it's truly a gift that keeps on giving, not just to you, but also your family and your clients. Entrepreneurship is a lonely journey. We all have our ups and downs. I know personally I have always been hard on myself and tend to ignore the wins that I experienced during the year. I beat myself up for the hard lessons, but I am grateful. My family, friends, and business mentor always remind me of those wins. We need our supporters on this journey. So I hope that you are celebrating today with your loved ones. Over the last 41 episodes, My featured guests and I have shared with you the tips and tricks on their financial processes to grow a sustainable business that fuels the life that they want to live. I believe there are five financial pillars that you need to have in your business to balance your passion and financial goals. Here it goes. Pillar number one, financial self-care. It means You put yourself as a priority and pay yourself first before you pay everybody else. Here's what Tara McMullen, the founder and host of What Works, have to say about her financial self-care. So I have paid myself from day one and I have never not paid myself. I may have paid myself less. Mm-hmm. I may have chose several times to take a pay cut or mm-hmm. to, you know, put money in a different place. Mm-hmm. I divided up my finances later than I should have, but but reasonably early enough. And that was great and gave me a whole new money mindset. But at the same time, like really prioritizing profit has been a key part of I think having a sustainable, like a business that's able to sustain for the long haul, as opposed to something that is a flash in the plan, flash, flash in the pan marketing machine, doesn't actually have a business behind it. I invite you to listen to the full episode of my conversation with Tara McMullen. Yes, it seems unreasonable to put yourself as the number one priority because we women entrepreneurs have the habit put ourselves last and feel responsible for everybody else around us. But it has to stop now. Pay yourself first because you are worth it. Start with an amount that you need for minimum living expenses. And at times, this requires you to speak openly with your spouse and decide on an amount together. Then. Put this amount as your number one cash outflow 
for next year's projection. Other expenses can come after you pay yourself. This way, you know you are the priority. And please don't feel guilty for putting yourself as a priority. Truly, it is not wrong. Pillar number two, financial clarity. Knowing where your business stands financially is critical to making the important decision needed to grow a sustainable business and life. I want you to think of financial clarity as your GPS. We, as of the like end of August, we ran when we got all the final August numbers in, we have made more profit this year than we had in all of 2018. We haven't increased our revenue at like huge amounts, but we are much, much more profitable. And that profitability, I will chalk up to two things, um, higher caliber of clients with much more, much higher pricing. And the, the higher pricing is where that profitability is bearing out because my cost of delivery hasn't changed. It's that top line, you know, that ability to be like, we're working with fewer clients, making more money and we're more profitable. I invite you to listen to Maggie Patterson episode, the CEO and founder of Scoop Studio. She was able to increase profitability after she decided to focus on the type of clients that brings the most joy for her and the most profit to the business. There is one bonus episode where I share the reason why you should analyze your product profitability. There are so many ways to slice and dice your profitability. But first, you need to decide what is the best micro-level analysis that can help you focus 20% of your effort to result in 80% of your profit. That micro-level can be by product, by services, by clients, or even by region. Second, Determine the related revenue and expenses for products, services, clients, or regions, and calculate the profitability at the micro level. When you analyze profitability at the micro level, magic happens. You will have clarity on where to focus your time and energy. Pillar number three. Financial confidence. It is about feeling safe that you have the financial capability to take the best strategic action for your business. Financial stress won't give you the best strategic action. Financial confidence will. It will also ensure that you still have a business 5-10 years from now. I understand my business. I know the numbers. I work with financial strategist, my eyes don't glaze over anymore. I, I might not be able to speak the, the language still in terms of, you know, everyone, every industry's got its jargon. And I still try to stay away from jargon in general, journalistic background. But I understand now the documentation and the pieces that are really important in order to know if I have a business in a year from now and what it looks like in three years from now. Um, and that's really empowering. It might feel like a lot when you don't consider yourself to be a numbers person early on, but as soon as you start getting it and you sit down with the people who do, it is so empowering. So empowering. Check out my conversation with Tracy Bell, the CEO of Millennia Tea, where she realized that finance is not her expertise. 
She realized very quickly if she wants Millennia Tea to survive the economy downturn, she must have the financial confidence to make the best strategic business decision. She needs more than a bookkeeper and a tax accountant. She needs to have a CFO role that helps her to monitor the business cash flow, analyze the business financial strengths and weakness, as well as develops financial plan to ensure financial success in the long run. A CFO is a strategic role that partners with you, the CEO, to make the best strategic decision on how to utilize your limited resources to gain maximum business growth. It is not a role to maintain day-to-day recording or to prepare tax returns. Pillar number four, financial vision. It is aligning your why to your long-term financial vision. Because when you understand your purpose, cause, or belief in your entrepreneurship journey, you automatically aligning your financial vision to your why. You will be more strategic and intentional on which product or service to offer, how to grow and scale your business, which resources to invest in, and how everything fits in your life. We know nobody's going to be rich from a book. All of these projects need investments. And I'm basically investing back into this impact that I want to have. I want to inspire women to go after their dreams. And I will not do it just with an online business. I need to do it through means of a book, documentary, and a conference. And so that's become my main goal for 2020. And I'm getting a little bit nervous now. (laughs) But yeah. I'm focusing on the eight figures first because 100 million seems very far reached, but I would say eight figures within three years and the 100 million within 10. My feature guest, Sigrun, the leading business mentors for female online entrepreneurs in Europe, has a very strong why, which is gender equality. She plans to accomplish her why through women entrepreneurship and strategically aligns her offering and resources to achieve her why. Also, I invite you to listen to my bonus episode where I share four simple tips to create a financial vision board for entrepreneurs. Pillar number five, financial predictability. You can expect your financial numbers to behave in a certain trend, but you need to make sure you have reliable and consistent data first in order for you to create that financial prediction. This will help you to make sound business decision. I look at what the relationship between the revenue growth and the relationship between the expenses, and I try to identify patterns. So for example, I noticed that if we have clients that are in town, our meals and entertainment expenses go up, right? Because we're getting lunch, we're getting drinks, we're getting coffee, all those things. Um, and, and time goes up because if they're doing their local launch event, we're going to be here. Like, Check out my conversation with Dana K, founder of K Publicity and creator of Branding Outside the Box. She talked about don't run before you learn how to crawl, stand, and walk. Your business finance processes 
is a learning process and need to be tested so you know what works for you and your business. There is no one size fits all. The key is for you to continue reviewing and refining the processes. Financial predictability is actually the result of building on the first four pillars. Once you build on the four pillars, you're going to have a process where you regularly review your financial information. Once you start reviewing your financial information, you start to see patterns and trends. You Take that pattern and trends, combine this, this pieces of information with your understanding of processes within your business, the result is financial predictability. There you have it, five financial pillars to grow a profitable business. As you are looking ahead to the future, let's be thankful for all the financial processes that you have in place. It isn't about the dollar's figures but about taking action to be financially responsible in your business. The financial processes that you have created is a gift that keeps on giving. Let's continue your journey to grow a business that fuels the life that you want to live. Thank you so much for joining me here every week at Her CEO Journey, the business finance podcast for women's entrepreneurs. Head on over to kristinashahli.com forward slash her CEO journey to subscribe for this podcast. And don't forget to tell other women entrepreneurs that this podcast is available for free in the podcast apps of their choice. Until next time, and let's continue to grow a business that fuels the life that you want to live.